Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Kaiju Conversations. I am your host, Aztec Productions, and I am joined by my co-host, Justice, my co-co-host, ET13 Productions, yo, and we are very honored to have on the show a Kaiju classic, Deadzilla. How you doing, man? I'm doing really great tonight. How are you guys doing? We're all doing great. Uh, I'm doing all right. And we're honored to have you on the podcast. We're a big fan of your work. We know you've been on YouTube for a while. And today we will be discussing something that's really related to what you do. So What could that be? <laughs> we're talking about stop motion. And it's been around forever. So we're going to each go individually. And we're gonna. I'm just going to speak a little on stop motion. Um, me personally, I, I didn't grow up much on it and i didn't watch enough films with it but i know it's big impact on film and how it was kind of a first generation cg basically of course there was no cgi they had to use stop motion and stop motion is basically if i'm not correct they used little clay figures back in the day i don't know if anyone i don't know much uh, no i think the very first time i don't think, I think claymation was made until later on uh. um what they use is actually armatures, which is ah, like metal uh, metal skeletons with a uh, sort of a stuffed animal type of thing around it, but not exactly stuffed animal, of course. More high quality. They were um, rubber muzzles with the armatures inside them. And for um, some of the dinosaurs for the lost world 1925 they had like a little football bladder in their their stomachs to make it look like they were breathing oh yeah yeah that's great i mean like it's a really nice trick and technique and like that zilla many people still use it today for youtube and and such uh it's not using film that much today sadly but when i was um first introduced and i think it's the only film i can recall that had really good stop motion was, of course, um, King Kong from the 1930s. And it, when I first saw it, I, I saw it a little later than, than I guess most of you did um, because I grew up watching the Peter Jackson version. I saw it in IMAX when I was little, uh, and it just blew me away, and it really got me into to kaiju. And I believe, I want to say it was King Kong, um, who I saw first and then Godzilla, but I'm not, I'm not very sure. But um, Kong, of course, his stop motion was fantastic. There was, of course, dinosaurs in there. Um, stop motion looked great. I, I remember that they had a what looked like a giant puppet or animatronic for the close-ups. I can't recall. But it had this funky-looking face. Yeah. Uh, they, they have a... Uh... It was a puppet, I believe. Or It was a, a, it was a giant... It, it, it was a giant animatronic, yes. No, animatronic, that, uh, that's the word I was looking for. It was that, Thank you, Deadzilla. It, they displayed it outside the Grauman's Chinese Theater on the premiere night, I believe. And it looked great, too. And I could imagine, it's cool that they displayed it there, because it looked, actually, it looked okay. It looked kind of, it fit the character. <laughs> but I will say, close-ups look funky when he was raising his eyebrows and such, and his eyes widened, and, if, if, you know. <laughs> in certain angles, it looked kind of unsettling <laughs> right it was kind of like a disturbing thing and when you get like a close-up of his eyes or such you want to close them because when i first saw it i was like dang that animatronic looks disturbing 
please remove that off my screen. <laughs> but I was at first when I first saw it, it was I don't know, it was creepy. I I preferred the stop motion way more, and I like how they basically their main character or their title character who was portrayed in stop motion. They did such a great job and the dinosaurs too. And they managed to do fight scenes with the di- with the King Kong and the Tyrannosaurus, which is very impressive. I don't know if they did actually place two uh, stop motion uh, little figures on there and they made them fight each other. I don't know if there was like an overlay or something, but no, they, it they're... was all, they were all in what that one shot. <laughs> See, that's amazing, because that, of course, influenced a lot, and the film itself influenced a lot of things, uh, especially directors and such, uh, for being... Ray Harryhausen, of of course. Correct. Ray Harryhausen, yeah. And, you know, Peter Jackson, he was very inspired by the first Kong, and it's awesome that he got a chance to do his own Kong. Um, But that's really the only time I was introduced to stop motion. I was, of course, very impressed when you're a kid and you see it for the first time, it's 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 different because you it looks kind of funky compared to what you what a child sees today in cinemas when it comes to CGI. But it, like I said, for the first Kong, it was, it was very impressive technique. Uh, I can't speak much about stop motion in general because I myself I don't really watch a lot of it. Like I said, I own King Kong and Son of Kong, and those are the only. Uh, stop motion films I own but I still love everything about it I love the hard work that's put into it and all the time it takes just to probably film a scene but that's that's just my history with stop motion I don't have a lot of history with it uh, but we're going to move on to, to justice and you, you just give your thoughts or how you're introduced or something about um, stop motion well how I was introduced uh, I, I'm pretty sure this was the first time I had ever seen stop motion was i know you and et don't know what aztec know this tv show but i was first introduced by land of the lost uh Mm, do you know what that is land of the lost is a classic i thought uh, i thought i've asked you that that before and you guys said that you it is I mean, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I was first introduced to Land of the Lost in the Will Ferrell movie, but then I got in to more of the <laughs> no, more of the classic stuff. I own the complete series, and I absolutely love the stop motion they used in it. Yes, Will Ferrell. Um, really quick on a side note, uh, staying on track with Land of the Lost. Do you like how season four deviated and? And started introducing dinosaurs that are more fake and not God, like real no. real life. Season four was absolute garbage. Okay. Anyways, back on track. Uh, that was. I'm pretty sure that was the first stop motion that I've ever that the first time I was ever introduced to stop motion or ever had seen it. But besides that, I think after that. I think next it would have been a Ray Harryhausen movie. Maybe a Ray Harryhausen movie before then. And I think the first Ray Harryhausen movie I had ever seen was Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. I'm Uh, probably wrong about that. Um, What are your guys' thoughts on that movie in particular? And what was the first movie, uh, Ray Harryhausen movie, 
you all have ever seen. I'm almost positive all of you have seen a Ray Harryhausen movie because, you know, it's the most famous and well, stop-motion artist, period. I'll get into mine whenever uh, you're done talking. Just but, uh... go ahead. Oh, okay, well. Uh, there's probably a gap I'm not thinking about, but... Uh, after that gap, I guess you would have to say, um, I started w- making my own little Lego stop motions. Uh, I don't know if any of you have ever done that before, but I enjoyed, oh, no. enjoyed doing that for a little while. Uh, unfortunately all those were deleted, so I can't put them on YouTube or they weren't any good. Well, I wouldn't say that they weren't any good. It's... It wasn't like cringy because I never used my voice and I didn't actually have a storyline. If I had a storyline, I probably would. It probably wouldn't have been any good. But, anyways, back to professional stop motion. Next would probably have to be something like the original King Kong. Would probably have to be the next stop motion big inspiration towards me. And then after that, I guess you would have to say Deadzilla here, uh, Daikaiju Legends, uh, all the YouTubers that do stop motion. And yeah, I guess that's how my history of stop motion would be. Did you want us to get into our Ray Harryhausen film that we first saw? Justice. Oh. Well, uh, uh, I already said mine. Mine was the years. Eye of the Tiger. Um, I can I faintly remember it, but Clash of the Titans. I remember uh, watching. Oh, I forgot about that one. That one was the, my first. The last movie Ray Harryhausen did the stop motion for. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah I, yes, I'm pretty it sure. Was. Is it? Yeah, that's why I consider it's considered. I'm pretty sure it's considered big for for that reason. One of the biggest reasons. But it's I, I faintly remember watching it. I remember the Kraken and all that. I was being impressed by. I was really impressed by the Kraken and those scenes. But I faintly remember uh, Clash of the Titans, the original. And it, I I don't know. It's that's I remember seeing it, and I remember that was my first Ray Harryhausen film I've seen. But I, I can't really sit down and and talk about it with you that much because I faintly remember it. But um, I guess I'll move on to ET and then Deadzilla. Well. Uh... Uh, like Deadzilla, I have done quite a bit stop motion in my day. Now, granted, I only used it for one short film, but uh, mm-hmm. I do know the time-consumingness and how it has to be just right. And it stop motion is a hard trade to learn, but it is really effective and really looks good. Now, I was going to say, uh, my the person I grew up with stop motion was, of course, Ray Harryhausen. Uh, and I learned that uh, I share the same birthday as him, which oh. I feel like explains a lot. Oh. But but mm. I don't remember which one I saw, but, like, The Black Scorpion, 20 Million Miles to Earth, Earth versus the Flying Saucers, Clash of the Titans, all of those I, I remember from my childhood. And... Uh, of course, King Kong and Son of Kong, those I also know, but those didn't impact me as much as Ray Harryhausen's did. 
I don't know why, but I just think it was the way he showed it. And uh, to get on to what we were talking about, uh, Clash of the Titans, and why it's such a highly praised movie, it was made in the 80s. 1981, I'm pretty sure. Stop motion was used in 1981 (laughs) when CGI was becoming a thing in practical effects and suitmation is all this. And still Clash of the Titans was financially successful, I'm pretty sure. And it it looks good. And if you compare it to a movie such as The Last Starfighter, now I Well Robocop came out in uh the eighties and that used uh Uh, motion. But it wasn't as much as Clash of Titans. That was it wasn't as much there was also the Terminator, but that also wasn't as much. The, that the was also, yeah, that was the climax, yes. Also right. also Star Wars, but that's go motion, which is that's not it's the same. Technically st- it it's a lot alike. It's similar, but it's not the same thing. But the only other movie I can think of in the eighties is uh, Q the Winged Serpent, and that wasn't a huge movie. That was more of a minor B movie from the eighties, but Really and honestly, Clash of the Titans is like the only huge fully stop motion movie from the 80s I can think of off the top of my head. But uh, there is just something on how Ray Harryhausen did his artwork because it's not it's not stop motion to me. It's artwork. And I I like I said, I understand the time consumingness and everything it takes to do it because I've done it and to do a seven second clip it may take you five hours if you want to be exact and on point and I think you Deadzilla have some uh, run-ins with that do you or are you trained well with the stop motion oh yeah it can take a while <laughs> um, there's one sequence from I forget which project but it was a um, little shot where I filmed Godzilla walking through a city. The Lonely Kaiju, that's what it was. It was the Lonely Kaiju. It was the one shot where he's like looking at the buildings and he moves forward. Um, I can't remember how long it took. It was like an hour or so. And when I looked at the images, I realized it was like 120 or 30, 38 frames. Mm-hmm, yeah. That was, that was a long process for me. Now... I don't know if you have experience with this, but uh, in my short film, Quasar, uh, I decided to use stop motion. However, I didn't do it on a set or a little box. I did it outside, and uh, I learned that that is not very easy to do with shadows and the wind and everything. Dead Zella, don't watch it. It's not any good. Oh no! Um, it's it's okay. Quasar is pretty good. Continue. Continue. But you know, I'm like pulling his leg. Continue. Continue. Uh, basically, I I really admire the art of stop motion, and uh, really, I think it's it, if you had to compare it to CGI, I would almost prefer stop motion. 
because there's something about it. It seems more realistic than having a CGI T-Rex. I don't know why that's just me, but it feels more realistic. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you why Clash of the Titans is so impressive being an 80s film. Is that I say it wasn't really the rise of CGI, but the rise of practical effects really being a thing and becoming more popular and taking over basically realism with films like, you know, Terminator, when people, I guess, are first seeing, you know, his damaged metal parts on his face, they were, you know, I'm assuming impressed because they, you know, it looks like he has metal, a metal endoskeleton underneath. And of Unless course, you're talking about the uh, mirror scene. Yes, the mirror scene is a little, <laughs> um, I don't know, <laughs> but when he's in the hotel and he's trying to, let's just say, remove the excess skin. But yeah, I'm agree that wasn't impressive. But other films with a lot of realism, you believe they're real, like Aliens and Predator. The creatures look really on point, and you'd think they were there, gremlins and such. And then it was something about, it almost felt like, stop motion wanted to make its last hurrah with its probably living legend at the time and that's what makes the film kind of like et said so significant is being in that time period and having all these films released with great practical effects and stop motion said you know what we're gonna come out one last time and we're gonna blow your minds again and yeah, that's why I, I that's why I think the film can be really impressive in, in audiences' eyes. Really quick, while we're on the topic of switching from practical stop motion to CGI that era, what is your thoughts on CGI mixed with stop motion? I don't know. I to be works. honest, yeah. To be honest, Did I've never really do- seen it. Didn't they do it with um? Didn't they do it with uh? The recent movies um, Kubo and the Two Strings and the Box Trolls. Ah, yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, yeah, he's right. I mean, it looks pretty good to me. I know, I know. I remember I say I saw Box Trolls back in the day, and I remember I was kind of I was I was impressed with that. I know that that film was actually uh, the the stop motion mixed with the CGI. I, of course, for me being kind of young at the time, I never really could tell. I could tell it was it was stop motion involved for sure, but yeah, it looks okay. I remember this. There's a recent film. I, I think it's called like Isle of the Dogs or something. I don't know if yes, that's yes. I oh know. yes, yes. <laughs> I uh, believe that's CGI mixed with stop motion, and that looked and, really impressive. Okay, really quick, I watched that movie with my family, and all they said all throughout that movie was, "Is this movie supposed to be something you watch while you're high? Is it really that trippy?" They just were joking around. It's I guess if you look at it that way, it can seem that way, but mostly it's just uh, it has a style. Nah, I see. You see, uh, real quick, I just want to intervene because if I do not say anything, people may comment. We do know that there are animated films with CGI or stop motion now, like Caroline. And I believe nine also, but like Frank and Weenie and all those have it, but it uh, is mixed with CG. Now that's not like the stop motion we're talking about. We're talking about live action stop motion. Just to clarify for everybody, 
Oh yes, uh, except for this little tangent, of course, because we're yeah. that—that's what the question is. Yeah, is I think Godzilla uh, would like CG mixed with stop motion, considering the fact that he's using that. Uh. Okay. <laughs> okay, but um, Godzilla. Uh, or ET, did you want to finish up anything about getting involved or, or your history with stop motion? Before uh, we move like on I to said, Denzel? it's I, I have a connection with it, like I said, because I know how the art works, and uh, I, I just really think that people do kind of take stop motion for granted. Right. That's that enough said, really. People just don't appreciate it like they used to. All right, I, I, I get you because CGI is now taken over, and stop motion is kind of seen as something in the past. But it Not is hopefully that... getting resurrected. You know, I hope it comes back in some way. And I know that, um, you know, like you said, many animated films are doing it, and they come out great. I remember, uh. The I forgot. I, I remember all the dogs uh, had a lot of positive reviews on it, and I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but I know it had a lot of positive things going on. Um, but but yeah, we're Godzilla. You of course have history with stop motion. Uh, do you care to tell us how you got involved? Any inspirations of yours? Sure. Um. I can't remember what my first stop motion film I watched. It was either um, uh, When Dinosaurs Ruled the Earth. I do remember seeing the Triceratops mm. chase after a, a guy and eventually falling off the cliff. <laughs> um, it was oh, either I know what that, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it was either that or Gumby. Um, <laughs> I, would come home, I would come home from school every day and I would see Gumby on TV. I always wondered how that came to life. Uh, so many odd years later, I would w- finally watch the original King Kong. Of course, the um, Kong versus Tyrannosaur battle blew me away. I would encounter King Kong again in 2005 when I purchased the uh, the DVD the DVD set from Warner Brothers, and they had all these special features on there. Uh, watched it, watched those features, listened to the audio commentaries, and that really got my mind thinking that maybe I should play around with the stop motion. Um, it was in a time when I was still playing with my toys, <laughs> I'll be honest. But I never really um, pl- never played with them in front of a camera. So I, right. took, a few, I took a few photos. I had a, uh, a Star Wars figure being chased by a Bandai creation burning Godzilla figure. Um, the stop motion was a little trippy, a little jerky, but I was happy that I was finally able to experiment with it. Um, then I would do it again later with a Godzilla 2001 figure and a 2005 King Kong figure. And that's kind of where my where I really started diving into the actual world of stop motion, taking lots of photos. And here I am today still... Still trying to do it. <laughs> you know, I think you and I can both agree, but making stop motion is very uh, stressful. Don't you agree there? It can be I've if you're on a, a short... 
if you're on a short time crunch, it can be. No. Or if you're if you're if you're filming, if you're so into it, then your your dumb self knocks over, pushes the camera off frame, or your kaiju falls over and you forgot what it looked like in the last frame. And yeah, it can be. <laughs> now, can you uh, agree that uh, it may be a little stressful or anxious whenever you're making it? However, when you see the final product, you're overfilled with joy and excitement after you've seen what you've done seeing the finished result is always really gratifying all right it's i mean yeah it, it seems like a lot of hard work it does seem like a lot of hard work i mean especially how yours come out they come out very crisp and very clean Okay. So I think that that's very that should be a very hard process. I mean, the way <laughs> the figures move, it's so it's clean and it looks it, you could barely tell. Stop motion these days with figures, you can barely tell are just photos. But that that's the magic about it with fan films like yours and and many other YouTubers out there that like to do Godzilla or or other creations with stop motion is that they make it look so crisp and clean, and you can imagine all the hard work it takes just to snap a couple photos and make it look like that. Of course, some added special effects and such uh, can be added in there, like some green screen and or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's usually, yeah, the centerpiece is really the, the stop motion. Um, Deadzilla, have you ever had a problem with uh, lighting whenever you're stop uh doing stop motion because I've had that problem before whenever I was uh whenever I did little things what about lighting uh, have you ever had that problem yes um just don't hit your lights make sure you don't have the auto feature on when you're taking your photos because if you have auto it's going to automatically adjust to whatever lighting or whatever's going on with your picture um, make sure you have bulbs that aren't going to die out anytime soon. Make sure your bulbs are fresh. Don't hit your lights. <laughs> but do you, do you film in any film specific outside. setting? Yeah. Yeah. Is there any specific setting you film? Like, do you create like like Et said, like a box maybe, and create a little city set in there, or or is it green screen, or or what do you primarily use for like the setting? I've been wanting I've been wanting to create my own little sets. It's just I don't have the table big enough for it. So right. I've been I've been using green screen. However, I'm still trying to um incorporate the small sets. Um two summers ago I made these two little miniature mountains with grass and whatnot on on them. Actually I uh, took those mountains, put them in front of a white screen, took photos of those, took them to Photoshop, cleaned out that white background. And I'm going to be able to uh, use those for my little green screen set when I take it into the post-production phase. That's that was a lot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's um, good. That's, uh, no, that, that's that exactly makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's exactly, well, especially for people that want to, you know, are looking for advice yeah. on sets too. Yeah. Green screen is very yeah. helpful. Uh, and is a very, I, I tried stop motion before. Of course, I, it came out choppy. It came out terrible. It was just a 2014 figure moving around, and it looked terrible. But I tried green screen. It wasn't. It, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, I could definitely see it work. But when you have like a setting, 
on on a box or something try to make it move around the the setting could be very difficult i can imagine oh yeah like if uh, it's around rooms or buildings continue justice deadzilla you know how uh jake uses the the officially made like uh buildings and sets from ultraman right yeah where yeah uh, have you ever considered if you do start using uh stop using green screen and start using an actual set uh have you ever considered doing that you getting those oh yes i have i really want to um explore into what jake's doing (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i mean is there any advice you could give to people who are starting out in stop motion and want to and want this to be like a new kind of thing is there any advice you could give to people like that uh practice a lot practice a lot practice makes perfect take lots of photos don't worry (laughs) if you screw up we make mistakes so we can learn from them uh take your photos use your um there's a stop motion app on smartphones. Download that smartphone app. Mm-hmm. Play with it. Get the hang of it. Understand how it works. And then get a little miniature, a mini tripod for your smartphone. Saves up lots of space compared to the big official tripods. Um, to take photos rather than tapping the screen and risk shaking your photos a lot uh get the iphone or the yes get the um apple headphones the ones that come with a um <laughs> increase volume and lower volume that'll take the photos for you without you risk shaking up your phone as you take pictures um get some lamps to light up your set these lamps can be found at walmart's they're like seven dollars each or so. I would recommend four lamps. You could probably go five. Uh, so what was that again? I'm I'm taking notes for for future <laughs> projects. <laughs> okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. Can I add one more thing to that, Deadzilla? Yeah. Don't do take your pictures in an area where the lighting can change. Again, outside, like, like people yeah, who are listening yeah, like outside, outside or in your room with only your light on and your windows completely open, which I had, I did that on accident. Uh, take your photos in a controlled setting where you have control of the yes. lighting, the background. Yeah. Um, outside, Agreed. it's okay. It's okay to experiment outside to see what your background's like when you take those photos. Um, I've seen some transformer stop motions where they take photos with all sorts of boxes around serving as their little set and it looks it looks decently fine. Right. So um preferably take it in a controlled setting like a, a desk where you have all the lights and whatnot there. Right. That's yeah. Lighting, I, I know, can be a problem. So that, like you said, a lot of lamps would be cool. Get it, stay in a position where you can control your lighting. You know, 
Try not to keep it, you know. If the, if you do it outside, like you two said, it could, it's gonna be a pain, you know, <laughs> with the light. Especially, uh, especially whenever you take your time and you start, and it's like in the afternoon, bright and sunny. Yes. And by the time yes. you're done, it's evening exactly. and it's darker. It does get a little troublesome there. Yes, exactly. Oh. Don't do it on a hot summer day, especially if you're using um, Bandai vinyls, because your vinyls will melt in that sun. <laughs> Wait, oh, have you actually had that happen to you before? Uh, they didn't melt, but I just noticed they were getting a little too soft, and I just yes. I got a little I remember, <laughs> yeah, that, when that I was a kid, mine. yeah, when I was a kid, and I used to bring my Godzilla, Bandai Godzillas in the car, and we, let's, on a summer day, and let's say we stopped by a Walmart or something, we came back and it was so hot. The Godzilla figure inside the car got squishy to the point where I can articulate the jaw and stick my thumb all the way in the belly. But yeah, that's a good. Yeah, do not leave your bandages outside. That plastic will get squishy. I promise you that. In all honesty, I have never had a uh, a bandai vinyl get that hot to where it starts to get really. Uh, flimsy yeah you know my problem with bandai is they make them so cheap and thin i feel like that's why they melt very easily and quickly and that also happened they were actually made for little kids so yeah of course yeah yeah. cheaply made (laughs) (laughs) that's (laughs) sorry et is that a i'm sorry but i don't know are, the, are Bandai's toys confirm it right now? We've been having this discussion before. Are Bandai's toys or action figures? They are action figures. They are toys. On the boxes, it says action figures. But they are primarily for children. But the definition huh. well, of action well, figures is movable joints, and it's based off of a character, which is exactly that. Well, actually, well, technically... Can... Technically, anything could be a puppet if you use it to a certain for a certain pur- purpose. So, I guess you. I guess if we want to do it, call it even. We could call stuff puppets from now on. Disagree. Godzilla is not a freaking knockoff of uh, Kermit the Frog here. Who knows? Because that's what Kermit is. Is Kermit's puppet? No. Okay, what is a stop motion thing that you move? It's a puppet. Do you call it an action uh-huh. figure? No, you don't call it an action figure. You don't call it a toy. Kyle, call Kyle it a what would you call them? Oh, God. Oh, God. Depends. I call it whatever. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. If you're dealing with a Bandai, like the new Bandais that you get from Walmart and such, Right now, I'm gonna call those toys. I'm talking about they NECA or SH Monster figures. Arts, I will call them action figures if they are NECA or SH Monster Arts. Even though NECA chooses to be called NECA toys, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Okay, here, here's the reason why you call stop motion whatever puppets. It's because if you do it, if you call it puppets, you can have Master of Puppets mm-hmm. blurring in the background while you do your stop motion. <laughs> okay, for the people at home, here's a definition of the term action figure. 
a doll representing a person or fictional character known for vigorous actions, <laughs> such as a soldier or superhero, the figure is typically posable with jointed limbs. So basically anything Godzilla ever. Minus mm. the minis, of course. Look at the definition of puppet. See what that is. Okay. Hmm. I don't know why, you know, like I said, even Neca decides to call himself toys. So I'm not but sure. But to each is their own. But to anyway, each is their own. Puppet is, the definition of a puppet is a movable model of a person or animal that is used in entertainment and typically is moved either by strings, controlled from above, or by a hand inside. That is typically, though. So... All of those qualifications count towards stop motion. Ladies and gentlemen, we have never broken into a feud like this before, so this is <laughs> well, the first time. Well, it's, it's good, because people can hear opposite opinions, because we yes, all know we who is right here. And it then, is obvious that Kyle is right. Yes, by not, oh. not <laughs> getting into this whatsoever. <laughs> He's he's staying back. It's a smart decision. I, I understand. still stand it's by the fact that you should call him puppets so you can have Master of Puppets blaring in the background. I am sorry, Deadzilla. <laughs> I'm sorry. We got this is I don't know what just happened here. This is I, entertaining. I, this, this is entertaining for those watching at home. This is your little sitcom show for you. This is your little I am real. the sitcom. This is your sitcom show uh, <laughs> Okay. You know, this is like Alf. Aztec, you're Willie. Justice, you're Brian. Then let me guess, you're Alf. Uh, Alf. I am Alf because nobody understands me. I'm a poor boy from a poor family, (laughs) sparing his life from this monstrosity. Nah, I am. I'm pretty sure this is the story of Ron Burgundy. And are you Ron Burgundy? No, I think Aztec is Ron Burgundy. And I, I think, am. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, ET. I think YouTube just copyrighted us for that amazing Bohemian Rhapsody moment. Yep, that's that seems about right for YouTube. So, uh, Deadzilla, can you agree to that? Sure. <laughs> that seemed very uh, <laughs> <Okay>. forced upon. <laughs> Can you agree to the fact that uh, <laughs> I'm brick. YouTube is I'm very, brick. very weird whenever it comes to uh, copyright, copywriting YouTube is, material? YouTube, YouTube is very what? Weird. And yes. does it for the randomest of things. Whoop. Yes, that seems to be the case with a lot of things on YouTube. Do... Do you get copyrighted a lot, Kyle, or are you usually... Just for songs, but they don't really say, oh, you're not in trouble. We're just going to play ads throughout your video with the song on there. Like, oh, okay. Um, I try not to incorporate film or video footage onto my videos to stay away from that. E.T. knows not to do that. And Brendan (laughs) Tennant. Well, when you're doing top one. ten videos, you gotta you gotta entertain your audience. Oh, actually, and, right, you, can, you can't do that without copyright, sir. 
Boom. Aztec, Aztec knows not to do that either because he got yeah the, that, that I got copyrighted once by Universal because I made a video on why how what Pacific Rim can do from here and now on and I included like one piece of footage of Obsidian Fury with the audio and it was about three seconds long maybe two seconds oh. boom Universal copyright and then the whole vid just goes to smithereens and then i do a top 10 or top 5 uh 80s movies and i include universal movies and i don't get copyrighted okay and the weirdest thing out of all we've talked about we've talked to this uh about this to d-man there are whole entire movies that are put on youtube and they do nothing about it right like such the as godzilla, godzilla raids again or godzilla or... versus king Ghidra. Or Shin Godzilla Shin, every once in a while. I'm pretty sure Shin Godzilla was copyrighted because I can't find it on YouTube anymore. But it or was on the there. Last... It was on there for a little while. It was on there, I, I'm guessing, for like two weeks or so. Maybe even three or four. I know it was on there for wasn't a few the... weeks. I don't I don't think it reached a full month. Wasn't the entirety of 2014 on there too for a little while? Uh, I don't know about that one. I just know that there's a... There's uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. I'm told Godzilla vs. Raids again. Godzilla vs. Destroya, I believe. Yes, and yes, that is on yes. there. Godzilla okay. vs. King Ghidorah. Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah 1991 has been on YouTube for so long. And it, as it being my favorite Godzilla film, I can watch it basically on my phone now without having to pay for it, which is great. So, and illegal, yeah. and illegal. Kids at well, home, do stuff illegal. That is bad. Kids at home, if you want to see Godzilla versus King Ghidorah 1991, legally watch it on YouTube, please. Kids, that is available. We condone the use of illegal copywritten stuff. I uh, I can't agree to that. Um, Kyle, those are their words, I'm not mine. sorry about this with these people. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, uh, back okay. on I wanna, the... Wait, I want to talk about one more thing about copyright, and then we're done. Okay, so... You just Aztec, got copyrighted. Toho, hey, TT. Aztec had a speech from one of the Rocky movies <laughs> in one of his top ten Rocky moments. And not only that, it also had the Rocky theme over it. <laughs> and he had it no copyright for that somehow. He didn't it was copywritten like, for, for that. It somehow. was like a it was a one minute Rocky speech with like the theme playing during the speech because I thought that if I were to put music over the speech, it would avoid some Even copyrights. though it's from the movie movie itself. Right. Even though <laughs> even though the, the music even though the music is copyrighted. And I can get a Wait. copyright strike from the music I over, overlaid. But guess what? No copyright. That video is now available to everyone. Nothing. Nothing. Isn't See, that, that Wait, I all my list. Top 10 Rocky moments. Please watch. E.T. continue. Or, or if you want to watch some other interesting stuff, go and watch uh, Top 5. Uh, yeah. Okay, no. yes, do that. Do that. I recommended that one. Or, if you want to, Top 5 Godzilla Designs, in which you can see what Toho copyrighted. If you want want a non-original list. Or Toho. Both of you. Yeah, if you want... Or you could do uh, the non-copyrighted version, in which I took out scenes. Even though, for some reason, all the scenes I used were off of YouTube. 
Can I just say ridiculous? My top ten Rocky moments was the second top ten Rocky moments I could find on YouTube, and the first one was Watch Mojo. And for the last record, time I checked, Rocky is dying, and you even said that Rocky. For the record. Yes, Rocky is dying, but Creed is going to resurrect it, and Creed is what's even, coming back. Even in the same universe, only same universe, one more same universe. Movie, possibly, possibly. The way movie. it ended, it's I don't know. The way it ended, it could go either way. Creed two, spoiler alert Justice. for Creed. Spoiler alert for Creed and Creed two. Creed two specifically. Just kidding. I know Justice anyway, hasn't seen it, and he really wants anyway, to see it. Anyway, uh, back on to uh, go ahead. Special effects in movies. Uh, I was curious, since uh, we were comparing CGI to stop motion, what's do you guys feel like Suit Nation is better than stop motion? Because those two really have a lot um, in common. I must say probably not, because there's a lot of possibilities you can do with stop motion. Uh, and your little uh, puppets, I guess you can call them. But... Yeah, that's that's uh, basically. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of possibilities you can do with stop motion, like like Kong, and look at his 1930s film, and look at his 70s film, and then look at how fresh one moves compared to the kind of sturdiness—not really sturdiness, but the limitations to Kong in the in the 70s film. Like if you were to fight the T-Rex. He can't really climb on top of the T-Rex and break his, you know, do anything like that. Yeah. Because it's a yeah. suit. So, yeah, there's there's limitations. And I think that stop motion can do a lot more. And it just really captures a lot. Suitmation is still good. Like I said, Godzilla, he was really brought to life uh, in that way. And he could do a lot. But that's what I think the character was created for. He can't jump or 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 run, even though that, that's a debate for another day. What about Final Wars? What yeah, Final about, Wars. What about yeah, that's a, What about uh, most of the Millennium? Uh, if there was... Yeah, Millennium Godzilla is very agile, which is my problem. And Megaguirus, Godzilla cannot jump freaking <laughs> a long distance and fucking freaking <laughs> crash land. On Megaguirus you know, from the air, whatever the hell that scene was, jump into the air and me. then land on him with his spikes. You know, exactly. technically, Godzilla was created to be stop motion. Yes, it just yeah, ended out to be uh, a little too time too, consuming. Too, too I think if Godzilla budget. was, imagine it if was Godzilla was take, stop motion. I, if I remember from the commentary, it would have took them eight years to do Godzilla fifty four with yeah. the stop motion they had. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about, Et. But uh, imagine so, Godzilla. Do you know that? Do you know what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I've heard. I've read that before. But yeah. in my opinion, I think if fifty four was stop motion, then the Godzilla franchise would have died out a bit. Because yeah, I don't think it's it, yeah. So we, probably wouldn't have a, we probably wouldn't have all the movies that we have today. <laughs> Yeah, right, part exactly. of the True. part of the charm about Godzilla is the fact that it invented a new style. It invented an art form. Did it really invent Suitmation? Well, well, it just brought it to the surface, I guess you could say. People no, had used it before, but not in the way that Godzilla Fifty Four had. No, it it it's technically the first one that is on record. But there were ones that had done it before. 
it's just that those such films, as King Kong thirty three. Yeah, those films that had, had done it before are now lost. So, so fifty four is the only one on record that in that had Suitmation at first. Um, let me see. Yeah, I can't really find which one is the first. Well, Suitmation was created. Edo. It says here. Creature oh, from God. the Black Lagoon was the first one. Which was also in 1954. No, Suitmation uh, is... The first foam rubber you... creature was used in the film uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon to bring the Gill Man to life, which was released in 1954. That's not Suitmation, Godzilla. Though. It is because that's no Suitmation is where you're wearing a suit. No, it's beyond that. Suitmation is where you're wearing a suit and you're going around in a city or a landscape to make it seem like you're much bigger. Do you mean Tokusatsu? (laughs) No, Tokusatsu. Tokusatsu means just Japanese uh, special effects. Special Uh, effects. Ah, but it it does uh, say that. It does say. E.T.'s right. It says that Gilman is the first rubber However, suit for sure. Well, whatever you're reading it on is wrong. However, it's... in 1846, P.T. Berman, an actor, wore a ape man suit and did, I guess, a short film. However, I would not count that. Really, the Gilman beat Godzilla by half a year, so that could be counted as the first ever suitmation on record. Wait, wait, actually, wait. What count... What was uh, the robot in uh, Metropolis made out of then? Oh. Because that... That was a suit. I don't know if it was made out of rubber, per se. Uh, I like how Deadzilla perked up, like, Metropolis, you say? <laughs> Superman? Continue. No, not that much. <laughs> Really? Are you sure? Yes, Daily I'm Planet? sure. George yes, Reeves is the people. first. I'm sure. <laughs> George Reeves is the first rubber suit actor. <laughs> he wore he wore a tight Superman suit. That that's bravery already. He deserves the mantle for being. He should be in such high honor. Uh, no, but seriously, ET. Look up, uh, or I'll do it myself. What, what, what was that made out of? I am looking. Production. Here we go. Um, let us see. I am looking for special effects. Here we go. Miniatures. Uh. Plaster cast. It was not a foam suit. So it, was it is not, not. Suitmation. Dang. Because Suitmation is a rubber-like substance and not a plaster-like substance. Going off track a little... Well, actually, does Metropolis have a stop motion? I can't remember. I think it does. Uh, Kyle, you've seen it, right? Metropolis? No. I just know what you you're talking about. <laughs> you don't? I haven't seen yeah. it. I just know what you're talking about. Oh, it's a great movie. Uh, wait, have any of you... A- am I the only one that's in it? 
I have it on my list to see. However, I have not seen it yet. Aztec, have you, have you seen it? What, what again? What did you say? Metropolis. Metropolis. Have Metropolis. you seen it? Is it I YouTube? have not. Uh, um, maybe. It, I th- well, here's the thing. I think it was in public domain, but they like legit made a law. Not, it's not German, it. so it should be... It, it would have different copyright laws than here in America because it is a German film. Yes, it is on uh, YouTube. There we go. Um, uh, 1927? Yes, 1927. That, uh, is a great, that. Yeah. that is a great movie. I highly recommend watching it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, okay. They do that's one I'll cons, cons, I'm going to consider on getting that one soon. That along with uh a lot of Charlie Chaplin movies I would recommend. Oh yes. Like I love Charlie. Like Sit City City Lights, um uh uh oh uh The Great Dictator. <laughs> I love The Great Dictator, but I'm getting a lot, little bit off track, so anyways, back to stop motion. Yes. Would you consider that The Lost World is probably the first real big account of... I think it is. It was. Yes, it is. That was the first motion picture to ever incorporate stop motion. And uh, I, I have seen majority of it, and I do have to admit you can see where times have changed since then with the stop motion and the designs and all. But you do, it does look fairly realistic, all things considered. It's a dinosaur roaming through London. That was one of the um, movies that really, that really made me want to hop into stop motion. Um, I'm not sure if any of you know about it, but Willis O'Brien had a film called Creation right before King Kong. Um, pretty much a lot of the sequences and dinosaurs that were, that were in King Kong were actually made for Creation. That rings a bell, Dad. That rings a bell, Dadzilla. But I don't. It rings a bell. That's all I can say about it. It does. Yes, it does sound familiar. However, I do not recall that. That's interesting. That sounds like something that I heard in like an audio commentary, or like somebody saying it in brief passing, and then like not talking about it in depth or ever again. Yeah. (laughs) Creation, the uh, 1931 film? Mm-hmm. Correct? Ooh, oh, so. so, story by Edgar Rice Burroughs, the person who did Land, The Time Forgot, and it was directed by Willis O'Brien. So, hmm. Interesting. So, I guess it was a unfinished... Hmm. That's a shame it was unfinished. Yeah, it was apparently too expensive for them to go through with it. But I do see where you were talking about how it really was the beginning of King Kong. Yeah, okay. Uh, really quick, Metropolis did have stop motion. Uh, as you were saying, E.T.? Just, I was okay. just going to continue on in saying that it, from what I'm reading, 
if it wasn't for creation, we would have not got King Kong. It appears that it needed creation to exist. Did you know the plan for King Kong was to get a gorilla and have it fight a Komodo dragon? A real-life gorilla and a real-life Komodo dragon. What? That sounds sweet, but I think the gorilla could crush the Komodo dragon in seconds (laughs) by just probably punching its head and crushing it. I think that'd be a very... that's, That's animal cruelty. Exactly. To, yeah, uh, yeah. You guys are sounds... both. Well, not that Zella, but Aztec. You're igno- ignoring the main thing. That's animal cruelty. <laughs> Kids at no, home, no, no. Animal cruelty. It is no, no. What no. I, the first thing that no, didn't no, come no, to my no, mind no, was that's animal cruelty. I do not agree to animal cruelty. Et thirteen productions. You're the only one that uh, agrees to that. That's no, I said Aztec. I condone we, it. We he says he condones. I condone it. Which means no, no. Oh. Big no, no. <laughs> but, yeah, the first thing that didn't come to my mind was animal cruelty. That that was, yo, if Kong was going to fight a T-Rex for, like, a time of five minutes, that fight would last three seconds. Having a big gorilla fighting a large, but compared to the gorilla, kind of smallish kimono dragon. Oh, yes, my God. Gosh, I just remembered like... something. Yes. I, I need you... to look. I need to look this up. Okay. And, uh, I, it's not one of those ever, animal fights. Continue. Did you guys ever see like back way early days of YouTube? Did you guys ever see these weird 3D stop motion or not stop motion animation CG fights where it was like a guy. Uh, that just had like a that a guy that was was black in CG. That's racist. And like a monk monkey racist. face. Not oh. racist. Like the color the oh, color uh, black. Not so not, racist. Not the. Anyway, uh, a monkey face, and then there was a, another guy that was a chicken and like green, and it was called Godzilla versus King Kong. For some odd reason, <laughs> and it had the two like stop, uh, CG characters fight each other. Uh, I'm never watching that in, in ever. I'm sorry, <laughs> that sounds beyond <laughs> terrible. It I don't is. know what. What? Okay, so it's a monkey versus Hold a. On. It's a green painted chicken versus a monkey, and it was called King Kong versus Godzilla. You say? Yes. That that it doesn't was, sound like it. It mean. was awful. It was awful. And and back in the day, whenever I was looking up like uh, stop motion back animation, in day. back in my day, whenever I was looking up stop motion oh, videos like uh, of God uh, Godzilla stuff, that always popped up in my recommended. I don't know why. I wouldn't say that's for Godzilla, buddy. I'd just say. I don't know what you're watching, but that that's some freaky stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds but, uh, funky. I... Gorilla versus Kimono Dragon is not a fight I'd pay to see. Just saying. Sure, it's animal cruelty, but if you were to put a... Gr- I'm not going to get into that debate. The Gorilla versus Bear debate. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. No. Oh, man. But uh... you got, E.T.? Kyle, really uh, I was just wondering, do you have anything else to add on to stop motion? Or 
it's a fun process. You have control over your your actors that you're animating. It's a great way to um, teach yourself patience, self-discipline. Um, Are you a master of puppets pulling their strings? Essentially, yes. <laughs> essentially, you know, yes. Uh, to add on uh, what you were saying about how you control everything, uh, really, the farthest you can go with stop motion is anything, really. It's whatever your mind comes up with. and mm-hmm. Yeah, I twisting your mind, smashing your dreams. I think that that's the art of stop motion, is it can be anything you want. With suits, you have limitations. With CGI, it doesn't look entirely realistic, and it can't go exactly the way you want it to go. With stop motion, you control what happens. Yeah, and suits, you're blinded by I can't see a thing. But that's that's the last thing I'm going to add with this. But Kyle, um, continue on. You can do you can use anything for stop motion. Um, I actually taught a stop motion lesson with some of my students, and they used um, paper cutouts. They used paper cutouts and animated those, and it came out really nice. These paper, paper cutouts. It you can use flat. Yeah, you can use flat paper cutouts of characters, um, people, objects, whatever you can get your hands on. Just go at it and see what the results produce. You know, that reminds me of uh, my teacher this year. uh, We were doing a project for math, and he said, uh, in the video you're making, I want explosions, I want stop motion, and I want music. And uh, I did exactly that. I made a whole stop motion thing for him. And uh, showed it to the entire class. I don't know their thoughts, but it was fun to do that. And that's hmm. what it should be. And that's what exactly what it should be. It's fun. That's sweet. I mean, it's it's a hard. I judging from what Et's been saying, it seems like a hard, tiring process. But like you said, when the finished product comes out, you do get enjoyment of seeing your work finally being paid off in in that. In the the words of Stan Lee, enough said. Alrighty. Um, Now that we're we're kind of concluded from stop motion, but we want to get into something that's a little similar and we want to get everyone's thoughts on it because I know that E.T. made a video about this. Um, I have yet to, but soon but um we want to get everyone's reactions to these uh if you can go on no mic we have the images um today as this day of this recording the NECA has revealed their Godzilla King of the Monsters figures and just we're gonna give our our thoughts to these because we wanted to get uh the podcast reaction to to this stuff as a as a whole, and and we wanted to get Tedzilla on for this, especially because um, we're not saying there's going to be a Godzilla Forever Rise of the Darkness five, but if he was to ever consider these first stop motion, we'll get to that. Um, we'll get to that question. But I'm I'm gonna go ahead and start it off. Uh, they look great. Uh, but Nick always provides us with prices and stuff for those that can't really get SH Monster Arts like me, because they don't have a lot of moolah. But 
Um, these look great, and I think for their prices of usually twenty dollars for each, because um, I know the Mothra is nineteen ninety nine, I believe, and so I'm guessing Rodan has to be that price along with Godzilla. Well, um, I believe Godzilla will be twenty five ninety nine. That's usually the price for him. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's nineteen ninety nine on the Big Bad Toy Store. It could be different in stores. Well, that's that's pre order. When it's uh, officially out, you gotta add retail price and shipping if you do it like that. But I mean, that it'll, kinda it'll is, add up to if about twenty six. If it's like a twenty six dollar figure, I think twenty six. I think is more towards the the Atomic Blast version because I think the ones that. Are, are reaching 30 for NECA are the ones that really come with accessories. And the solo figures are usually around 20. But if you notice, like, uh, Shin, Shin Godzilla was 25, so was uh, 94 and 95. Hmm. Huh. I, I don't remember how much I purchased Shin for. Remember I got that at Toys R Us, but I wasn't sure However, how like I got it for. However, like, the... 62 Godzilla, that will be pushing 30 because that is yes. the ultimate collection, even though right. it is awesome. Yeah, I, I, on February 18th, you guys, it's February 16th now, so I wouldn't go to your targets or uh, if you're a store shopper on that exact date, but remember that's the launch date. But back to these, they look great. Uh, just a quick thoughts on each of them. Godzilla looks great. Way better than the 2014 version. They changed up the eyes to red, which matches the ones in the film, which I think is great. Spines look great. Feet look great. Rodan, I think, is unpainted, judging by what I've seen. Um, even in that, uh, what I believe, the Toho Kingdom images, he looks unpainted. Only painted thing about this figure, I believe, are the orange parts at the bottom of the wings. Uh, Atomic Blast Godzilla looks great. Uh, the detail on him is amazing, and I like the... Uh, the atomic blast piece and the little impact kind of thing there. So you can probably attach that to another kaiju looking like he's uh, blasting at him. Uh, and Mothra, last but not least, what was that? Just, just do a whole 20 minute video. Why don't you? <laughs> oh, oh, it's coming. E.T. It's coming. I know 10 hours um, after it was released after everybody yeah. else has done it. Yeah, everybody else has done one except for me. It's been at least, yeah, like 10 hours since these were announced, and my phone has been dead, and this day was long. So, yeah. D-Man even beat you, and he takes forever. Love Hey, you, there's a reason. But, there's a reason. But, that was weird, but, but there's a reason. <laughs> but uh, last... his uh, right. slowness in uploading. Uh. Last, we're going to get to last because I want to get these as quick. Mothra, a lot of people don't like her, her design or this figure, but I actually um, appreciate it. I like the stands for these. That larva figure looks meh. But, yeah, we're missing Ghidorah, but I'm not going to go into a 30-minute rant about why Ghidorah should be in this series instead of Atomic Blast Godzilla. But, uh, oh, Justice... You've already started, so... Oh, then we should continue then, shall we? <laughs> Justice, what's your thoughts on these figures? Ghidorah should be in the series. Please. Um, Justice, go. <laughs> um, hold on. I, I was still looking for you that. Don't... I was still looking for that CG uh, 
King Kong versus you know, Godzilla weird I thing I was just talking about earlier. That I'm stuck. It's in my brain. brain. Uh, you okay. want to... What's in your brain? Your thoughts on these? No, it's just the fact that I, it's bugging me. The fact that I can't, fi- I can't find it anywhere. What? It makes oh, it yeah, seem the, like the, as you... if it's like some sort of weird dream I had as a kid. The, about the weird Godzilla versus Kong video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as you're finding, well, you're finding that. Um, no, no, no. no. Et- I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm back on here. I'm, I'm back on here now. Uh, okay. Just quick thoughts about these Here's figures. Here's another twenty-minute rants for all you people. Mm, yes. Oh, wait till uh, we get to ET. Yes, wait till. You uh, get. Godzilla, meh. Rodan, meh. Mothra, meh. And that Mothra larva is uh, pretty, pretty good. I like that elastic bullworm, and I did get that from a tweet I read earlier today. I don't remember who it was from. But, uh, yeah. That was uh, a very weird rant, but, uh... Yeah. Yo, what's up, dudes? It's my turn to give my reviews. Boo. So, we're gonna start off with Rodan. I do like Boo. this design, but it does... It's definitely smaller than the SH Monstarts will be. But, in I do agree with Aztec that this figure is not finished. If you notice... Its release date is the third quarter of 2019. So that'll be in September, October. So this is definitely the early early concepts for this. And uh, it's not p- finished yet. And I also think that that neck is a little slim for that huge head. I agree. But yeah. all things considered, uh, it's definitely... It's got a good start. And uh, I do think it has potential. I'm going to move on now to the Mothra, and then I'll get on to Mothra larvae. Oh, and by the way, Rodan and Mothra both have stands, which is really awesome. You can act like they're flying. But uh, in the Rodan one is, of course, the uh, volcano exploding, which is really cool. But uh, on to Mothra. Uh, The stand, of course, is her hatching out of her cocoon, it looks like. And uh, that really looks cool. I can't wait to see that. But Mothra herself, I like it. From the leaked image we got five months ago, they have improved on it highly. It looks better. And I have to admit that all of the figures we've gotten for Mothra has not done her justice. Really, if you look at the trailer, the SH Monstarts didn't do good. This one's okay. It still doesn't get the beautiful look of her and I do believe that we may get a second series in which that'll have the blue and red Mothra potentially which would be nice or if this one came with uh, different wings but that one comes out in April I believe is that correct what Mothra Mothra yeah Uh, I don't know I don't think she actually had a oh wait she does it's uh, it's the same as it's the same as Rodan. Uh, no, actually, Rodan, I do no. It, it is in April. It is it is in April. Okay, uh, and then yeah. and then I'll uh, go on to the worm. Uh, I am going to defend this. This is mm. not finished. It is not 
fully painted. If that was the full paint, that would be horrible. But I do firmly believe that this is not done yet, hence why you do not see it in the uh, setup they have on the in Toy Fair. This is just an image with a white background in it. And it does look different. I do believe they still have a coat of paint to add on. And uh, I like it. I think it's a great idea and a great concept. And I'm happy we're seeing this. I'd also like to see the egg. But who knows if we'll get an egg or not. And on to um, the big... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was I was just going to say... Um, I agree that the paint might not be finished. And the reason that... The reason that they didn't put that on is a is a good way to defend that. It's just it looks different. The head sculpt, especially the rest, looks uh, very similar to what we've seen from the bigger kind of back shell kind of thing going on. Um, but I don't know. The face looks like threatening or menacing, and it's got like the big blue eyes. When, when I recall in the trailer, Mothra Larvae had her face looked a little more different than this, so I don't know. It could be, a, a, like many people are already saying, a different Mothra, who knows. But that's, that's just me, from what I've seen. But, like I said, I don't think it's fully done, but uh, I am... I, I do like it. Uh, I do think it still has a little work to be done, such as the pose it's in. I think that's what's throwing most people off, is the pose it's in. Right. Plus... This is a two-dimensional image. We we can't see what it looks like on all the sides, unlike right. all the other figures. But speaking of the other figures, I'm going to go on to the Atomic Blast and the Godzilla version. Uh, I'm going to start off with the classic, and it looks really good. I like it. You can tell where NECA has gone more in detail and it looks like that they're going with the articulated tail instead of the wire tail from now on, which is really awesome because those kind of suck. But uh, I do like this figure, and I do like how you can see the differences, such as the feet and the hands and the face and the whole back. And in f the larger pictures, you can see a better tail, really. And uh, on to Atomic Blast. I do not like the Atomic Breath effect. But I feel like NECA has not learned how to do a Atomic Breath effect yet. I, well, not the Atomic Breath itself, but like the spines lighting up. Does anybody else feel that way? I mean, mm. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of funky how it starts as white goes on as blue and ends as white again. I could see that being a little funky. But I don't know. I'm going to give it a chance. I mean, I could see why you think it, it looks not that great. But I'm going to give it a little chance. Uh, it doesn't look all that bad to me, but I could I could definitely see improvement for, for those atomic breasts. I think the 62 one looks great, however. It's not really... It's a little more translucent than I want it to be. But, yeah, I think... The, they might improve in the future, but yeah, I can see improvement for the Godzilla's atomic blast effect. Yeah, and uh, I do like, I would like to point out this nice little feature. I'm trying to find a photo, but uh, I, I know it's off the top of my head, but 
I do like how if you look at the eyes in Godzilla, they are not your standard Godzilla eyes. They are blue, just like right. oh, yeah, they're bright blue. The front is also kind of blue, similar to the uh, scene we get in the trailer. However, like I said, it it's still it doesn't look right. It looks like Godzilla got some sort of thing that turned him blue. Because right. really, his entire you. body is blue. It but looks like more like the... a power-up. Yes, I agree. Yes. It looks a little more like a power-up than a standard atomic breath kind of feature. And uh, real quick, I'm just going to add on. I do believe there will be a second series because they will do a Fire Godzilla. Spoiler alerts, but everybody who's listening has probably seen those already. But uh, yeah, I, I think a Fire Godzilla is in the works. Uh, Red Mothra, Blue Mothra, those, I believe. And I think the real big hitter for the second series will be Ghidorah. And, uh, yeah, that's just my thoughts. That took a little while, but it was due. Uh, we we might as well cut that and make it part two of your video. <laughs> we could do that. But, uh, Deadzilla, uh, your thoughts on these figures, and just if you'd probably want to use some stop motion on these for the future, little projects, things like that, and just your thoughts on these guys overall. He's probably gone because I talk too much. Ah, IET, you bored him to death. Jesus. Well, everybody, we did, can we all press F Dang. for respect? He's alive. Wait, was that him? Dang it. One. Oh. You're killing too many special guests. Quit it. Dang. Well, this has been a pleasure, guys. As always, this is the conversation. <laughs> Signing out. Okay. So, real quickly, I'm just gonna go real quickly on this. Um, because I more, more Godzilla toys. More Godzilla toys for me to buy. <laughs> um, True. I, I honestly. Honestly, I kind of like um, a little bit more than the monster arts. Uh, depending how well these are, how well they feel, I might just get these and call it a day, not spend hundreds on the other monster arts. Agreed. Um, King Ghidorah is definitely the only one for the monster arts I'll buy. The Mothra Larvae, I love it. It's cute. It's ugly. Thank you. Thank you. It, it's Thank an elastic she, she she is a caterpillar, and I like that. She's an actual caterpillar, and um, part of me More just wait. wants to. Part of me wants to do a little goof stop motion with that little caterpillar. Um, oh, you any, heard it here, folks, guys. I got Possibly. somebody on my side. It's if, in, if any, if any of you are familiar with Alice in Wonderland. I want to get that little caterpillar as well, that, <laughs> that long cigarette cigar thing. Oh my and god! And have it smoke it. Gosh, I know exactly what you're talking about. But those are my thoughts. Yeah. They're they they look good. What, no, I'm definitely once gonna these pick figures them up. come out, it's going to be a race to get that done. D do a stop motion skit with uh, that that little statue <laughs> having a hookah. Yes, smoking a hookah. As the Alice in Wonderland uh, uh, caterpillar, it's going to be a race. Yes. Yes. Mainly because now <laughs> we just revealed the plans. 
But uh, yeah, you, if you guys heard it the... here, folks. You guys, nobody heard watches us. <laughs> yeah, it's you. You just heard Dead Zone's yeah, plan for a for a If you're one of the eleven people that watch this, uh, do that, man. We gotta. <laughs> You got a first sneak peek right here on Kaiju. You'll Army win Day. a lifetime supply of Kaiju Conversation T-shirts once those are yes. created. But yeah, well, uh, even though those don't exist. Now, if that's the end of that news, I do have some more news that people will oh. look over if uh, you'd like to hear it. Uh, sure. Well, was that so, Godzilla? Were you finished or? I'm done, yeah. Were you finished so, on the figures? Mm-hmm. I'm done with the figures. Godzilla okay. versus Kong has yet another rival uh, other than the SpongeBob movie. Now it has to compete with Fast and the Furious 9. I am oh. now worried. Yeah, no, that's going to be a big. You know why? Because I don't know. The series has been going on for so long. People might not see it because I think people might lose interest after having so many films. But I just think the Fast and Furious films make so much money. And they just really capture American audiences when they come out. Like the new Hobbs and Shaw or whatever. I think that's going to make a little more cash. I have to disagree with you there, Aztec. I think a lot of people are going to see that because it's a popcorn movie. See which one? Uh, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, that's what it's... And I also have some more news for figures if whenever we're done talking about the Fast and the Furious. I mean, I don't I don't really watch those films that much, so I I, I don't know. Here, here's the thing. If you were out on a date with a girlfriend, would you bring her uh, to Godzilla vs. King Kong or would you bring her to a Fast and the Furious movie? Or SpongeBob, really Godzilla, King, Godzilla versus Kong, because yes. I'm a nerd. There's, there's either, there's nothing more romantic than two a lizard and two a gorilla giant ki- killing each other in a city. Other than if it was the cars. original SpongeBob movie, I would have to disagree with you there and say the original <laughs> SpongeBob. But it, no, it's current millennium SpongeBob. So yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. Unless uh, your boyfriend or girlfriend likes The Rock a whole lot. Godzilla, um, what would you do? Who would you... Out of the three movies, would you bring? <laughs> well, clearly... Spongebob? No. <laughs> Godzilla, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. That's a no-brainer, guys. <laughs> I know, that's Justin. what I was thinking. <laughs> Justice just asked Deadzilla whether he'd want to see Fast and Furious or Godzilla versus Kong. No, with his girlfriend, though. With his girlfriend. I don't care. If she doesn't want to watch it, then just dump her immediately. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would do. (laughs) Honey, you've seen... Honey, you said you've seen this film like 18 times. I don't care. Make it 19. We're going to see Godzilla versus Kong again. Exactly. But uh, do you guys want to know my next bit of news. Okay, yes. is this the last bit of news? Uh, I guess so. It's a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, go so, ahead. Today at Toy Fair, Jack Specific released the prices for the figures they are having. Hoorah. And here's how it goes. 
the three and a half inch monster battle packs are going to be nine ninety nine each, which are the Godzilla and Ghidorah, Godzilla and Rodan, and the Fire Godzilla and Mothra. Those will be ten dollars. Oh well, Jack Specific screwed us over already, and they did get <laughs> new images for those two. So again, we would have been spoiled anyway. So who really cares? <laughs> Can uh, I just ask what that background noise is, please? <laughs> I'm sorry about that. It's my brother. Oh, <laughs> tell him he's chill. He can just keep on making noises if he wants to. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the six-inch monster figures, which are Ghidorah with the Argo jet and Rodan with the Osprey helicopter, are going to be fourteen ninety-nine each. The twelve-inch okay. Godzilla figure. Will be nineteen ninety nine. The electronic mask that growls will be twenty four ninety nine, and the twenty four inch Godzilla figure will be fifty nine ninety nine. Now, as Ooh. we said in the last podcast, if you want that twenty four inch, get it ASAP because those will sell out, and they will charge you three hundred dollars online for it. So get stock it up on those. Out. Stock up on those. And wait and a couple them of years eBay. and sell it on eBay. Yes, yes. <laughs> for for people that did not get a chance to pick up the 2014 version, Jack Specific is doing you a big favor and letting you pick it up again. But you got to, if you haven't picked it up and you learn from your mistakes, you have to run to get that thing. Ruin so, fans will eat that. Ruin up. all the children's dreams in your neighborhood <laughs> and buy all of those to where yeah. there's, there's no way that anybody can get them. If you see a kid because with that figure We do not condone to, yes. child abuse or we <laughs> No, I, I didn't say anything about that. Aztec was the one no. that said that. No, no. no. What you have to do. <laughs> and what this line will do. be launching worldwide exclusively at Walmart in April. So in April, mark your calendars, go get those figures, take them away from all the kids, and then sell them on eBay no. for $500. No, no guys, not this is what you have no, to not do. No. Wait a couple of years. Wait a couple of years. This is what you have to do. If you see a kid with that big Godzilla in his hands, no, he's running, no, he's running to his mommy, and he's going to ask if he could buy it, and it's the last one. You tackle the child and you snatch this figure from him. <laughs> no, we condone no, child abuse. No. We condone child abuse. Okay, I thought you were going just, to, to, you were going to, to say... Your, to keep yourself like, safe, you got to wear the Godzilla mask as you tackle that child. <laughs> yes. Keep I, your thought you to, I thought you were going to just say snatch it out of his hands, not tackle it. No. That way I gave you a chance, to, a chance to say it. If I knew you were going to say that, I would have been like, still, no, don't say that. Keep your identity a secret, rob children, and still be the king of the monsters. Wear that mask while you do it. I want to I see, see a group of people running around G-Fest with those Godzilla I masks. Know. Like, like a cult. Like a... Like yeah, and, then, and then, like the leader, and then, like the leader is wearing the Ghidorah costume. <laughs> Go. Your golden it's device so has arrived. Imagine, imagine in the streets, and you see a whole gang of Godzilla mass people, and their main, and their main boss, their main drug lord. This is, is where the podcast the goes south really quick. <laughs> 
the Godzilla Electronic Mask Gang. They will have no regret. They okay, will blast so you to bits. In in uh, five months, when that's a thing on YouTube, uh, I want us to get credit for that. Yes, and the drug lord <laughs> is the guy in the Ghidorah costume. He okay, threatens you with his hands. That'll be me in the Ghidorah costume. <laughs> if yeah, if the, E.T. will if lead the, the gang with the Ghidorah costume. The rest will the wear Fisher, the electronic mask. Fisher Price, if the Fisher Price, uh, right, not Fisher Price. Uh, uh, is, Jack, no, that's Jack not Specific. That's. Jack Specific. If the Jack Specific Godzillas still have the detachable tails, that's what they'll have as their weapons. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So because I, I saw Beast I saw Wars, a review of back in the day, whenever that uh that toy figure whatever came out, uh the guy like took off that tail and he and he <laughs> swinged it and hit and hit his brother in the back of the head with it. That seems dangerous. I've been hit with that thing and it hurts. It honestly <laughs> I hurts. know the guy the, the spines are pretty hard. His, brother beat him up afterwards for it because he said it Dude. hurt. Yeah, imagine if you don't pay the Ghidorah drug lord so they have to beat you up with Godzilla tails on the corner <laughs> of the street. Oh, but uh, I think that's a good note to end it on. Beating your brothers with tails. We do not, yeah. we condone brother abuse. Or you God, can buy we, so we do not condone. We do not condone any abuse. Everyone buy your NECA Godzilla Wait, 2014 figure. Everyone buy their NECA Godzilla 2014 figures and use the really sharp spines as weapons. Because those <laughs> things, they hurt a lot. No, just Trust use me. the tail as a weapon. No, you need, the, you need a smaller figure with a spiky back. Get the 2014 NECA version. That thing will hurt like heck. <laughs> do, you want, you. Do, you want me to get do you want me to legit get my... 2014 down off my shelves and like smack. I want it on you to. The, on I, I want you to see how sharp those spines are because every time I, it falls backwards on it. my leg or something. Hold on. Well, justice is testing well, out how sharp the spines are, Let's, and we uh, do not see what's happening. So uh, no, we're we're just picturing. It sounds like a computer type. Aztec, what the heck are you talking about? These spines are made out of foam. That makes no sense. What the hell are you talking about? Those <laughs> things are spiky. No, they aren't. They're made Watch. out of foam. My 2014 is well, on top of my printer at right now. I'm going to go touch it from the back and possibly injure myself. Are you talking about the big one, or are you talking about a different one? I'm ta I said the NECA Godzilla 2014. Oh! There's two, there's two NECAs. I Not the big one. The small one. Not oh, the big one. I thought you were talking about the big one. Never mind. Okay. Anyways, oh. well, I got this big one. <laughs> it came Honestly, off, the tail came off. Anyways, of course rip. it did. <laughs> uh, Kyle, I'm so sorry for all of this. It's cool. You're never going to come back on, are you? Yep, yep. <laughs> I'll do to it be again. Fair, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, he did mention the cult with the Godzilla mask, and that started this whole conversation. Yes, which is this fantastic. Guide you conversation. Oh! Oh, roll credits right now. Justice has now been muted for that joke. That was atrocious. And I think he can hear me, right? Yeah, he can. Let's unmute him. Justice, I'm sorry, but that joke was terrible. I know it was terrible. You, you no had all feelings. the... It was... you had, no, you had all the right to mute me. Yes, thank you. I now have permission after I did the thing.
But now that's um, a conversation. A kaiju com muted. Anyways, <laughs> everywhere that's... you look, everywhere muted because that's copyright. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can't we can't play that song justice. That, like you said, is copyright, and we don't want to go through that I'm again. Even though I was singing Master of Puppets lyrics earlier. E.T. for singing what I think was Bohemian Rhapsody has now been muted because that easy will come, Easy come, easy go. Will you let me go? Please. We do not condone copyright. Anyways, <laughs> that was our podcast. Everyone, anyways, guys, uh, that was the Kaiju Conversation. Uh, uh, where can we find us, Aztec? Well, you can find the channel at Kaiju Conversations on YouTube, or you can go to my channel for well-edited versions of the episodes. However, Those will also be on Kaiju Conversations, but the uh, rough cuts will not. They will only right. be on uh, also, Kaiju Conversations. Aztec, where can we find you at? Well, you can find me on YouTube at Aztec Productions. Sadly, no social media. We cover Godzilla, Jurassic Park, Rocky, blah, blah, blah. Um, Justice, where can we find you at? Yeah. You, you can find me at youtube.com forward slash oh, Justice. Jesus. Thank Justice you for is Mike broke. So uh, we will come back to him in about 30 seconds. Hey, E.T., quick uh, question. Where can we find you at? Well, you can find me on YouTube as E.T. 13 Productions. Weird, huh? Uh, what I do is uh, I no. do news now. Uh, I have started live streams. And, uh, yeah, just if you want to subscribe to me and uh, you'll get some weird stuff. But, you know, you got to have some fun. E.T. and I are currently tied at subscribers. Please Actually, make I have win one more you. than you. I have one really? more than you. Yes. Okay, Everyone, I'll please actually... subscribe to Aztec Productions. I'll actually do we... my channel for real this time. Okay, you can find me as Justice on YouTube. And I am the even one that has nothing. the... Yeah, even though I have nothing. Uh, you can... It, it's the one with the, the Toho symbol. That I made myself in art class one that Which, one uh, year. real quick, that, that's amazing. I have to admit, that's a great, uh, great, great job. Okay. Uh, it's that's a great art. Man. It's great art, yes. As I'm trying to recover from E.T. telling me that he has one more subscriber than me, Deadzilla, you have... Well, no, 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 I still have one more thing to plug. Oh, okay, sorry. I also, have, I also have my Twitter, Justice. There you go. Now, Deadzilla. Deadzilla, where can we find you at, sir? Well, you can find me on YouTube at Deadzilla, as well as Instagram, Django underscore Zilla, Twitter, Django Zilla, all one word, Facebook, the Deadzilla Facebook page, uh, Godzilla Forever Facebook page, and the Herodis Facebook page. You can find me at those places. What's up? <laughs> you can... You can also find him on this Discord page uh, if you're a part of here. But, uh, Deadzilla, it was nice having you here. If you guys didn't know, check out Godzilla Forever, Rise of the Darkness when this new part comes out. We're all very excited for it. This guy's stop motion is awesome. So look out for that when it comes out. Thanks. I appreciate right. it. And no I will problem. say this. I will say this. 
here and now. You guys are going to hear it as well as everyone. I do oh, want for, I do want chapter four to be the next of three uploads. And the next trailer will be a final trailer that will come out three days before that chapter four comes out. So just so you know, it'll be out very soon. So you heard it right here first, folks, an exclusive with Deadzilla. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks for coming in. We enjoyed it. All right. It was an honor having you here, Deadzilla. And as always, this is the Kaiju Conversation. Talking big every week. Woo!